All right. Yep. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Pod. And today I am joined by two uh, two longtime vets of the pod, two good buddies, two lovers of hoop. I'm here with Sarji and Chuck. Boys, how are we doing? I know you guys are warmed up by now. How are we rivals. Doing? You forgot <laughs> to put rivals, rivals in there. My bad. That is my bad. I don't have no rivalry, rivalries with this man. <laughs> All right. Are we doing good, though? We doing good? Are we yeah, excited we're... for the season? Oh, yeah. Very excited. Fantastic. Two days, baby. Two days. Your Lakers, my Warriors, Chuck. Your Lakers. Lakers. LeBron, let's go. My Warriors, yep. Um, and so what we're going to do today is uh, we're going to go through the West. We're going to go through the East. We're going to give our top eight or so teams, ten teams, whatever. Um, talk about who we have coming out of each conference, who we have winning the title. Best record, MVP. We'll go through all the uh, all the different awards, and then we will go through a couple extra questions and obviously whatever else comes up. But I know it's late, Chuck. We're going to get right into it. Uh, let's start with the West. Let's start with the West. Uh, let's have – we'll have Sarge go first. Sarge, give me your – did you do 10? I did 10. All right, yeah. Give me your, give me your 10 to 1. Or, you know, this could be fun. You go 10. Chuck, you give your 10. I'll go give my 10. You want me to go just just 10? Yeah. That, that's exactly. Yeah. Okay. My 10 is going to be a team that, honestly, in my opinion, has the one of the biggest, like, sta- like in terms of standard deviation, they could be, like, the farthest. They could go, like, all the way up to six, maybe, and they could also be last place. And I wouldn't be surprised if something happened. So for me, it's going to be the Blazers. Fair. I got them a lot. I, I, I think you got a lot of injury prone dudes. Um, Dame, Nurkic gets hurt a lot. And then outside of that, there's just, just not a whole lot of depth. So I think one injury and it's the ant show. Um, and, and they could end up tanking and fall behind some other teams. So I don't know. I, I think if they stay healthy, I do like their roster. Jeremy Grant looked actually really good in the preseason. He looked healthy. He looked like an actual player on defense, but it's Jeremy Grant. I don't think there's really um, <laughs> that much value in, in what he brings. Yeah. I, I, feel like, I like that. I, I feel like there's been a lot of love for the Blazers. Like, oh, they're they're actually like this was kind of a sick retool. Like, oh, people are pretending like the the package where they sent Norman and Robert Covington for Keon Johnson was like not that bad. But like, I, I don't really know what changes with them. I don't like. I know they're like slightly different. I know Anthony is. I, I like Anthony, um, but I feel like it's just the same thing, just with different players. And they might, yeah, they might like squeak out like an eighth seed or a ninth seed. But I had them eleven personally. But I've always kind of been lower on them. Their defense uh, is going to be really bad again. Yeah, I, I don't know what changes like about his, the defense. Yeah, historically, last year it was like one of the worst defenses of all time. I just don't know how it gets much better. That's that's their issue because their offense yeah. should be electric. And and uh, we we talked about it too. We've been saying it, but like the West is deep, the East is deep. The like this is I I feel like at this point in time the deepest the NBA has been just from a talent perspective. Like I feel like there was a time where there were ten teams that were just absolute doo doo that you just knew like had no shot. And now even the doo doo teams are like. I, it's kind of fun. Like the, the, you can have some competitive games. So uh, it was really hard. And normally a team like this would be higher, but I, I personally, I had them 11. 
Um, Chuck, where are you at with the Blazers and who's your who's your 10? I think I had them nine, but like pretty much agree with everything Sarge just said, surprisingly. But like something to add that he didn't say is I think Simons is going to be a little weaker this year. Like he does a lot of his shit with the ball in his hands and Dame's going to have the ball. So I don't know how effective he's going to be off the ball, but to me, yeah, yeah the different. defense sucks ass. They don't have a lot of depth at forward. Like Nurkic gets hurt, someone gets hurt. And I don't really like him that much either. Yeah. I, uh, my, dude, I, now that I think about it, if we do it this way, the podcast is going to be three hours. So, sorry, just rip through yours. Okay. Start rip through yours, and then we can talk about it after. Okay. Um, in terms of my, do you want me to go 10 to not 10 to one? Yeah. Okay. I mean, number nine, number nine, we're going to go with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, do you want me to explain it while I go or just, yeah, I really just give, give a, give a brief summary. Yeah. Okay, nine Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm just worried about the 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 front court with them. I I don't know how it's going to work. Um, should be interesting to watch, but in terms of the West being this stacked, I just don't know where the heck to put them. Um, and I can't put them above above any of the, these other teams. Eight is the Mavs. Honestly, I don't love the Mavs roster outside of Luca. Uh, I think it's it's a bit odd. Um, so Mavs, I have at eight. Lakers, I have at seven. Worried about health concerns. Pelicans, I love this year. I think they're going to be really fun to watch. Um, I just – I have it hard putting them above. Phoenix at five. Memphis at four. I have Golden State at three. Clippers at two. And then I have the Nuggets finishing with the one seed. Pretty similar. Go, go ahead, Chuck. Should I go from top or bottom? Whatever you want, bro. All right. I got the Kings at ten mainly because they don't have anyone that plays defense. Like Harrison Barnes hasn't played defense in 10 years. Davion's like six foot tall. So, yeah, I, I just don't see it. Blazers at nine. We've went over that. Uh, Lakers at eight. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of – it's barren on that roster besides LeBron and AD. Uh, the Wolves at seven. I like the Twin Towers look. I like Ant. Uh, I don't see much depth on the wing, though, and I don't love Jaden McDaniels like everyone else. I have the Mavs at six. I like Luka a lot, obviously. I don't like Wood at all. I think they're going to have to move him eventually by midseason. I was Real quick, though, player. like, because I, I, I think we're all on the same page. Christian Wood is, like, pretty basketball dumb, and he's never really going to get the most out of what he has because he's not – super smart but don't you feel like his role is just so much easier here like he's just all he's gonna have to do is just layups and dunks i don't think he's good on defense though and I, yeah that's I fair. Think, yeah i don't think he'll play how much he wants to and if he's not getting his offense i think he's gonna be pissed and uh, I, I yeah. just don't and you gotta think about how rare is it in the nba to bring someone off the bench at the center position or even the power forward position that isn't a defender i feel like usually there's like the first dude you bring off the bench is a stud defender for it to be like a scoring forward or scoring center. Like that's just so rare in, in, in the league, especially for successful teams. It's usually JaVel, JaVel McGee, Dwight Howard, someone that protects the rim. It's just a, I don't know. I can't think of another example where you're bringing in like scoring firepower off the bench at center. Yeah. It's just weird. Cause I feel like some coaches are able to, for whatever reason, just have a defensive scheme or even if it's like, because you look down that roster, their defense was good last year, but it was like 
besides Dorian Finney-Smith, there was no one that I'm like, all right, you're actually like a really nice defender. But for whatever reason, they had a good defense. So I don't know. I feel like he could be better. But yeah, I'm not. I don't think he raises their ceiling per se. My, but go ahead. Go ahead. They were what, six? Yeah, Mavs were six. I got Pelicans at five. I mean, I really love that roster. Just a ton of depth. And I don't think, I don't know if Dyson's going to play right away, but he's looking awesome in the preseason. So, yeah, they're just looking up. Uh, Clippers at four. I could honestly see them falling or rising based on how healthy they are. Because while I like the team, like the coach, the top two guys, you know, one of them can miss months at a time. So, uh, Nuggets at three. I really like their offseason on the margins. Bruce Brown, KCP. I think they fit the team way better than Will Barton. I'm just tired of watching his ass play and chuck a bunch of shots, especially around Jokic. Yep. Uh, Bones, dark horse for six man, and then just health again. And then Warriors at two. I think Wiseman looking like a competent NBA player is awesome to see. You got all the young guys. And then Memphis at one. I just think they're an awesome regular season team. They got enough depth to fill in the void while Triple J is out. Bro, there's no way you don't have the Suns in your top 10. Oh, yeah. I think they were three or four. Yeah. Honestly, with the Suns, though, like, they'll be solid again. But that, I just hate the way that team makes moves on the margins. Like, who the hell do they bring in this summer? No, nah, like, it was a bad offseason for the Suns. Like, Josh Akogi and Jock, like, Landale? I don't know, bro. It was a bad offseason. And, like, people might make, like, losing Jay Crowder hurts, bro. Huge. You didn't you didn't get anyone to even remotely fill that. Like and after that starting five is nothing. It's, it's awful. literally it's terrible. Nothing. They have Cameron Payne and that's it. And Dario Sarge, but like it's nothing. Uh, oh my God. all right. My my 10. So I, I left the Blazers out. They're 11. I got uh Kings 10. I'm all aboard on them being like a a reasonably okay team. Um, but with the West is really tough. Uh, nine wolves I, I again like i honestly like them uh it's just hard for me to kind of picture how it works with with cat and rudy again both really good players but uh you lose bet i don't know they should be better than a nine seed but like i i don't know who i'm putting them over um lakers eight it still feels low but like as long as ad and, and Bron are healthy this is going to be a good team um but obviously if one of those two go down it could get ugly grizz seven uh I think they're a good regular season team too, but like Darren Jackson was such a monster for them on defense last year, protecting the rim. I know they have depth. Like I know Brandon Clark, Tillman, Santia guys are all there, but I feel like it's also different, you know, coming off a year where you were a two seed, people get up for you a little bit more. Um, still a good team, but like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned about JJJ. Uh, do you have a timeline on him or do we have a timeline on him? Dude, bigs like, with Grizzlies the are terrible about injuries. Like, yeah. who knows? I don't think you can really expect him to come back. I, like, I wouldn't be shocked if he misses the whole year, bro. Like, that's a broken foot. He's a big. I, it's CMB deal, end. dude. Yeah, maybe towards the end. But, like, I feel like that of everything just takes a while. Um, I got Pell 6. Everything you guys have said, I, I'm right with you on it. Like, honestly – they could be higher, and, and all these guys are just like right there. Uh, Mass five, that's just all Luca. Like Jason Kidd and Luca, for me, you stick. You know, just normal NBA guys around him, they'll be chilling. Uh, Suns four again, could see them dropping, but for now, I'll respect what they've been doing. 
Uh, Clippers three. We nothing needs to be said. If they stay healthy, though, they they're probably the best team. Warriors two, and then Nuggets one. Um, you have Nuggets one too. What the one. heck? I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was. Gonna, I have Nuggets one too. I thought I was. Gonna be Dude, so they're long. so good. Like they. Yeah, they're so I'm, good. I'm in. So well coached. Dude, th- this was like a sixth seed with without Jamal Murray and MPJ for the whole year. KCP's better than Will Barton. Bones Way is better than Monty. Bruce yep. Brown is like right away a rotation guy. Like they no just no more Facundo. Yeah, they just murdered Facundo. the offseason. They murdered the offseason. They have a top five player. Like regular season wise, like I think this is probably going to be the one seed, um, and that's where I'm at. So I'm trying to think. We don't really have that that many bigger differences i guess i'm lower on the the grizzlies um than chuck but like i get it um you didn't have the suns but you'd have them like three four bump, yeah bump the rest of those teams down uh sarge do we have any big differences no i, I was i was surprised that you have nuggets one I, I thought i was gonna be way above you guys on them i thought you guys were in, in around five um, but I, dude, and the, I don't know if you guys watch any of Michael Porter Jr. Just in the, in the few preseason minutes that he had, he looks like he's back and really healthy, but who knows with his back, yeah. but he, he but if he, he's healthy, he's the top five shooter in the league and he's six. Oh yeah. And, and we'll, I'll get to him later. I think he can be up there for one of the awards, but I mean, it's a guy who was shooting almost 43% from three um before last year uh, the season before so just had a monster monster year and then kind of just fell off the map for sure so uh before we go because this is just regular season so before we go and talk about who we think actually comes out of the west in terms of the playoffs let's just i feel like there's an opportunity to just talk about the t-wolves um because for me that's probably the hardest team for me to judge on like where they go because they finished seven in the west last year kind of a down definitely a down year for the west a uh, bunch of guys hurt on a bunch of teams uh but that was like their first year being there bev's gone and they basically shell out a lot of their depth for rudy i know they bring in kyle too but he he's like a cool rotation player but um like how are we feeling about him like is and this- i think they picked up they picked up brim forbes and austin rivers too which are just like yeah yeah I'm worried about a couple of things with them. I'll start off. I mean, I just – they have no – outside of their – outside of Rudy Gobert and, and McDaniels, there's no defense on that team. Like, they have no guards that can defend. It's going to be really tough when you go up against some teams that have some star guards or, like, even like a Jamal Murray. Like, who the heck's going to guard him? D'Angelo Russell, you're going to have freaking ants on him. Honestly, yeah. Jason. But, yeah, it, yeah, I feel you. There's and not, there's no that, one, there's no one in the backcourt that defends. They have no bench scoring at all, like literally none. And I get that they can stagger people, but it's going to be like Jalen Noel trying to Jaylen come off the bench and score. Nice. I, I like, like Noel, bro. Yeah. I like him too, but I don't I forgot like him about as, a, him. As, a, as a guy coming off the bench in the playoffs. That's going to really make a difference. I just think they're thin. And I don't necessarily think the Carl Anthony Townsend Rudy Gobert thing is going to work because one of them is going to have to guard on the perimeter a majority of the time, and they're going to run into a, a bunch of, of trouble, especially when they go against small lineups. Chuck, where you yeah. at? On them? I mean, I don't really disagree with Sarge too much. I think I had them six or seven, but the West improved, and they improved as well, so that's good for them. But I don't really like Jaden McDaniels that much either. I think he's a solid defender, but I don't see much on offense. And yeah, they don't have many other defenders besides him. <laughs> 
my question for you with Chuck on on, on Rogue uh on Jaden is like uh, to me he's like a new age like Covington to, in a way. He can't shoot like Covington, can he? He hasn't to this point, but like I don't know that I guess Covington did. I think he's better Covington. defending on the ball than Covington too. For, for sure. sure. Not like, close. I, I think Jaden's a guy that can eventually shoot 38% from three. Yeah, I mean, he's just going to get no touches, and I don't think he's really going to develop develop anything on offense. Like, for them to be really good, you need Jaden McDaniels to be an above-average starter, and I don't think it happens. But so Where are you guys on Ant? Because I, I think Ant can be that guy. But then if Ant's that guy, then, like, shouldn't this team be up there? I don't, it's just yeah. weird. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it should work. If I feel like it should work, but at the same time, I don't feel confident enough to even like put them over the Pels. Like I like what the Pels have more, solidly more. I agree with you. Like if you're gonna tell me Ant is gonna be like a top twenty, top fifteen player, and that they're gonna be that this season, I'd be like, all right, I could see yeah. that in the range of outcomes. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, all right, let's get to who do we have actually coming out. And I know it's hard, and obviously we don't know how injuries shake out. Uh, but let's go. Go ahead, Chuck. Who do you have coming out the West? Hold up, I gotta scroll to the <clears> bottom <throat> of my document. You good, bro? I'm. I think I have the Warriors. I'm pretty sure. Damn, that's that Jonathan Kuminga love, bro. When when Chuck owns a Warriors player, then then he's comfortable talking about no, honestly i don't even know where it is because i'm oh, yeah. tired and nah, you're good. like oh yeah yeah i have the warriors yeah warriors versus clips uh western conference final i'm with that sergi i got the nuggets coming out I, I think it's finally their year to come out of the west um i think they eventually lose but I just think that it's their year. And I really don't have the greatest reasoning because if you look at their team on paper, it doesn't look like it's like the greatest roster of all time. But I think the pieces fit really, really well. Um, I think they've added the defense that they need in KCP, um, especially on the perimeter. They had no one to guard on the perimeter at all outside of Aaron Gordon. Now they have that piece in KCP. I think it's going to help their defense a ton. Um, getting Jamal and getting Michael Porter Jr. back as well is going to take so much off of the big man. I think he just flourishes again i don't think he's going to win mvp uh but i think that's a good thing because it means that he has guys around him that are actually producing and i think they have an opportunity to go out there and, and actually win a couple of playoff series and move on and that's kind of a it's an out there take because they don't have the experience and like if you look at them up against the clippers you say how do they win but i just i think it's their year i just have a feeling that that, that they're going to take it i don't i don't even think it's that crazy bro like Maybe they don't have the experience of the Clippers, but it's what been like four straight years where they've made like semi runs in in a couple of them. Who do you have them uh, beating? Um, I didn't put who I have them beating, but honestly, yeah. it would it would be either the Clippers or the Warriors for sure for me. I, I, those are my two um, next two I would take to come out of the West. Uh, I'll probably take the Warriors. Okay. I like that. I, I think for I'm with you guys honestly. I think it's those three teams for me that. Uh, it could be honestly any of those three um, Clippers. I, I think the Clippers are so nice. Like I, I love they're the team. so deep. They're, I love Ty Lue. They're so deep. And I think it really what it comes down to, but it, it comes down to it with everyone is just health. Like 
if there's anyone that I don't know that there's a single team in the league that has more injury prone stars like PG, uh, a combination of PG and Kawhi has been majorly hurt like the last three, four years. So um, that's like always something to question. But if they're right and healthy, not even in the regular season, like some of them can miss some time. I'm sure they will. But if they're ready for the playoffs, I I think they're probably the the deepest and the best top to bottom in the West. And then I'll go Warriors. Uh, but the Nuggets are, are right there. And and honestly, I really think the Pels are not as far behind as people think. Like, they 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 just came in with CJ on the fly last year. They started off, like, 1-14. They had, like, a, a full offseason for Willie Green to, like, really get in the trenches with these guys. Who knows what Dyson can, can add. Trey Murphy gets better. You add a literal all-star, superstar, whatever you want to call him, in Zion back into the mix. B.I. is that dude, like. To me, I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if, if the Pels are like somewhat in the mix, but I'll go, I'll go Warriors Clippers. I'll go Warriors Clippers. And then I'll go, I'll go Warriors. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Warriors. But <laughs> non Warriors, I'll, I'll go Clippers. Non Warriors, I'll go Clippers. Um, all right, let's go to the East. Let's go to the East. Same, same thing. This time, Chuck, you lead us off 10 to 1. God damn it. All right, 10. I got the Wizards. They're just boring as shit, but they have Bradley Beal and maybe Chris Stapps Porzingis if he if his body is feeling all right. And uh, nine, and I got Denny him. and Monty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could and see other this. rotation players. All right, uh, Knicks. I got the Knicks at nine. Honestly, I think they could have the most potential to go up from here if Randall like keeps making good decisions like he has in the preseason, but. I haven't watched a single game. How have they looked in the preseason? They look good, bro. Honestly, like Randall's not shooting the ball every second. I have no idea if that's <laughs> going to continue. RJ's, RJ's like finding his spots. Like, yeah, uh, he's shooting actually. 50%, bro. He's in the bottom of the net. We like that. Yeah. All right. I got the Hawks for an eight seed. I low-key think that Kayvon loss hurts more than people think. Again, they don't have a lot on the wing. They got a young uh, – it's that guy's name, Jalen Johnson, who I like, but I don't know if he's ready to contribute to winning basketball yet. And I don't like Hunter that much. So, yeah, uh, I got the Heat at seven, which I think is going to be different than Sarge because Sarge's I think a big loss, heat guy, for sure. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I just see a lot of regression on this team. Like, Jimmy's going to be worse. Lowry's going to be worse. They're old. They're going to miss games. I'm not really in on Hero taking that big of a leap either. I think he's pretty much the same or – Maybe even a little worse. I got the Raptors at six. Again, just betting on Scotty getting better. I really like OG a lot this year. They're saying he's going to get more touches. I got the Cavs at five, which honestly, I could see them being even better, maybe worse though, but I really like that team. Nets at four. I think Claxton is in for a big year. Celtics at three. Yeah. The Bob Willie injury hurts, bro. But honestly, I think the team has a lot of depth. And I think Jalen Brown is going to be even better this year and really elevate to a top tier star. Got the Sixers at two. And I got the Bucks at one. So very solid. Very similar. Go go ahead, Sergeant. So you got no bulls, Chuck? No. Okay. I mean, you could put them in like 10 or somewhere in the plane, but I'm just not with it. So. And and for me, I got I got Knicks at ten. Um, Julius Randle, I'm one of the biggest Julius Randle haters. I have been for a while. Even when he had that big year, I was so out on him, and I was telling Caleb the whole time, dude, I'm not in on Julius Randle. 
And people were starting to come around to him being like, he's an actual an all-star. Like, he's a good rotational piece. I'm like, dude, he can't play defense. I don't think he shoots 42% again. And he had a bad year. I, I think it continues. Um, Jalen Brunson helps a lot, but I, I still don't see it with this team. Um, I got Bulls at nine. They just – they have enough studs to hold it together and make a plan. Raptors at eight. Uh, I got Hawks at seven. I have the Heat at six, which might surprise you, but I'm, I'm fully on board with what you said. I think Jimmy's going to miss games this year. Um, I, I think Kyle Lowry's going to miss probably half the season at this point in his career. Um, and then you just have a, a, a really odd roster um, behind that. So not really that in on the Heat, but when they do play and they are healthy, they're a really, really tough team to beat. Um, so I still think they grab a six seed. I got Brooklyn at five. I got the Cavs at four. I got the Celtics at three, Bucks at two. And I have the 76ers coming out um, as the one seed. God damn, bro. We're all so similar. So similar. All right, 10. Or I'm going to go with 11. I'm going to give my magic uh, my magic some love. Uh, I don't think they're taking like a full-on Cavs level leap, but I think a, a mini leap's coming. And the only reason it's not bigger is uh, because how good the East is and how, how much better the league is in general. Uh, Knicks 10, nine Bulls. Uh, eight Raptors, seven Heat. Completely agree with what you guys are saying. Um, and I think people might be, you know, think we're crazy because I was like, the Heat were the one seed last year, right? Or two? I think seed? they were. No, I think they were. The no, I one think they seed. were the one. Yeah, and we have them here, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like last year was almost them just taking advantage of an off year for a lot of the league, and you know they just run this tight ship, but like. Jimmy just misses games left and right for no reason. Kyle Lowry's so super old. Like it's just, it's just not a roster that really gets me that excited. But they'll grind it out and, and make the playoffs for sure. Uh six Hawks, definitely, you know, Chuck. I've always been higher on the Hawks. For me, it just comes down to Trey. I I really think he's that good and he can be that sort of engine. And honestly, what we've seen from DeJounte, like it, it looked semi-smooth in terms of like the transition. Um, obviously, I don't I don't think he's like a tier one star, but like it looks like at least from from this point at this point that he can fit in with Trey and they can definitely get better from what they were last year. And obviously I like John Collins as well. Um, I got the Nets five, I got the Cavs four, I got the Celtics three just because a uh, new coach um, and, you know, some title hangover and obviously no big Bob for a little bit. Sixers two, uh, Bucks one. I feel like the Bucks are almost getting – not slept on, but I feel like no one really talks about them the way I feel like they should. Like, that's the team that won the title two years ago. They got the best player in the league. They lost to the Eastern Conference, you know, champions in seven without their second best player. Like, if everyone's right, like, I think this is probably the best team in the league. So that's uh, that's where I'm at. Do, do we have that? I don't think we really have that many big of disagreements let's talk about the nets um i think we all kind of had them in the same spot how do you guys feel about them legit title contender like because they actually have a really for as much as functional this functionality as they have like they actually have a really good team they don't have the bigs but like chuck said clax has potential if he can not foul every you know two possessions uh but outside of bigs like they're really they're deep. They got shooters. Dude, they're sneak. They're sneaky. Deep. They have wing they, defenders. They got so. They have obviously their 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 big three in KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons. They got Clax. They're gonna have Seth. Cam Thomas off a bench is a great 
honestly, six man coming off, putting the, the ball in the hoop. We got Joe Harris coming off an injury. should be healthy this year. Patty Mills, too. You got Royce, Royce. O'Neal now. I feel like that went really under the radar. Like, I love Royce O'Neal as a player. Um, great defender, great spot-up three-point shooter. Um, I'm a Royce guy, say? too. No, it just looked okay. like Chuck didn't agree, but I was like – I don't really I, like I, Royce, no. I think he's a liability in the playoffs, but – In what way? He just gets beat off the dribble every second. I think he's a decent team help defender, but I don't think he's anything special. Chuck, what do you think he shot from three last year? Probably pretty good. I think, yeah, he's a fine role player. 30, I'm 39%. Not, I'm not losing my shit over him. Like, I, dude, I, I think you are – let me look. I, I feel like he's a pretty damn good on-ball defender. Is he not? He's a good on-ball defender, I, and he plays hard as hell. Okay, he was – yeah, I mean, he was 81st percentile on-ball defense last year. That's pretty good. But, like – and I, I feel like the Nets need that. I feel like the Nets need that. And I feel like but this is the spot for Ben's – I know you're a Ben guy, bro. Like, this is the spot for Ben to thrive. Just the two of the most talented bucket getters of all time playing next to him. He's finding, he's finding those guys. The, the lane is finally spread for him. Like, I don't know. I, I think the Nets – absolutely are in the title contention this year if yeah no, no, I think, no go ahead i was gonna say i think ben simmons like not having to be the two is so big for him because now he can the, finally yeah he, he's not even really the three era i mean I, you'd take so many other guys scoring over him but it's just he's such a good on-ball defender and people forget about that and an off-ball defender like He's such a stud on defense. I think he's a sleeper for defensive player of the year. We can get to that later, but oh, I um, actually love oh, that's that. That's a good point. That, and, I, I didn't even think about that. I, yeah, I like that. <laughs> look at that. And like, dude, in transition, he's one of the best, honestly, tr- transition players in the league. So I, I think he's going to be huge for them, especially in the games where you know one of KD or one of Kyrie misses, because they're going to miss a lot of games this year. It's just straight up. But I think they have the people around them this time so that when they are out, you know, you have a Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, you can start Cam Thomas, maybe TJ Warren is healthy. Who knows what's going on with him? Um, but myth, bro. yeah. And I don't know. I really like their roster and they've gone super under the radar. I, I think they can win a title too. Absolutely. I think, I also think like, yeah, it's just like last dance vibes with this team. Like they know this is the end of the run. I really think Kyrie and KD really fuck with each other. And it, I think Kyrie's locked in this year, I, which is a pro, at this point probably a bold take. But like I've, I've everything I've seen from him, I, I really feel like this is the year where there's no more COVID. Like you don't have to worry about that. Uh, you know, this is kind of your last dance with your guy in KD. And this was a team. Like I think this. I know James Harden was playing with him, but he was not a hundred percent he wasn't really even comfortable in that offense this is a team that two years ago they were a a katie like toe away from going to the finals beating the team that won the finals and last year was just a disaster for a lot of different reasons but like this team right now should be better than that team two years ago definitely better than the team last year so yeah i just think it's a team that's definitely getting slept on and you talked about like standard deviation like i feel like this is probably that the team with the wildest like if things really go south they could be terrible but if if katie's healthy and Kyrie's healthy and ben's healthy shit like this team's disgusting 
This team's actually really disgusting. And when we go, like, I, when we were talking about it earlier, I think the West is honestly the deeper conference, but it's teams like the Nets and the Sixers and the Bucks and the Celtics where I think the East is actually better at the top, like the first four or five teams. Um, but that yeah, that's where I'm at. Do you do – anything else about the Nets? I concur. I like all that except the Royce O'Neal talk but i really like ben too i think he's had a slow start in the preseason because he hasn't played organized ball in a while but yeah i mean i like them too i definitely put them in title contender tier for sure all right let's get to who we have coming out uh chuck go ahead who uh, i got the bucks first the sixers and then i just got the bucks i was feeling safe and like i just think they're the best team easily and got them winning the yeah. title too i feel like real quick before you go Sarge, we're all we're all right there on the Sixers. Like, I, got, I mean, I got Bucks Sixers. I have Sixers beating the Bucks. Yeah. The, I, here, here's my thing with the Sixers. I got to talk about it's them. another. Te- it's another team that improved so much in terms of their roster. Like, people are not. Dude, D'Anthony Melton is such a big pickup and, and such an upgrade over Stinky Shake Milton. You have PJ Tucker now to to fill the role of not needing Tobias Harris to play like that is such a huge piece for them down the stretch. Cause now it's Tyrese Maxey. It's James Harden. You're going to have PJ Tucker, Joel Embiid, and then you can rotate whatever you need, whether you need Tobias to score, you need a D'Anthony Melton to go in there and play defense, like a Matisse Thibault to play defense. Yeah. You can have so many, you know, ranges of, of who you want to play at the end of the game at that last spot. And you switch it around all the time. I really like this roster. And they were already so good defensively. And, and you had a guy like P.J. Tucker and Anthony Melton. Like, dude, they're going to be so hard to score on all, all year long. I, I just love the roster. I love the depth. And you got James Harden, Joel Embiid, and Tyrese Maxey is going to take a huge step. Like, They're so good. Because, yeah, like, like you said, that was Chuck's flag plant last year. So shout out Chuck on that. Uh, but Tyrese Maxey's so good. He's, he's absolutely so good. He's, he has to take another step. I just can't see him not – uh, I don't see any way James Harden is not better this year than he was last year. Obviously, like, we we know who he is. We know who he is. That doesn't just disappear. I think the past couple of years have just mostly been health-related. Um, and I, obviously, I don't think he's going to put up, like, D'Antoni prime rocket numbers, but, like, just the efficiency, I think he's going to rock skyrocket. Um, it's going to take a look. It's just going to be a better balance, I feel like, between him and Joel. They don't have to integrate it on the fly. Uh, I think the two clear, honestly clear for me. I think it's Bucks Sixers for sure. Um, I, I just, I, I think both these teams are hungrier than the Celtics, and they, they have their head coaches. Like, I think that's a pretty big deal. So I got those two. It's honestly a toss up. I'll go Bucks, uh, just because Giannis. But I think, I think the Eastern Conference Finals. We we can look as long as they stay healthy. It's going to be these two teams, and it's going seven, and it's going to be a a crazy great series. You uh, guys. One last, well, I have one question for you guys. Do you think there's any shot that the Cavs can make the NBA Finals or even compete and maybe play it, win yeah. the NBA Finals, I guess? Do you think there's any chance? I do. Any chance? For sure there's a chance. I don't, I don't think it's, like, super likely, but I think something that gets lost about them is, like, that team was they, – they finished the AC. They finished with, like, 44 wins, but, like, Dude, they were brutalized with injuries. Brutalized. Like, Sexton goes down, like, game eight or whatever. Um, Allen missed at least 20, 25 games. Mobley missed at least 15 to 20 games. 
Ricky Rubio, who some might laugh at, but like he actually was a pretty big part of what they were doing offensively and just having a second guard. So DG didn't have to do anything. And they just still grinded out 44 wins. Like, I just feel like the culture and structure is a lot tighter there than people think. And Mobley and Allen have to get better. DG has to get better. And I know, I know the, the perception on Donovan is down, but like, I really don't think he's as bad of a defender as people think. I just think he had to do so much on offense that he's gassed on defense. He's going to have a less of a load. Uh, I think DJ's a pass for like, I don't think they're, I don't think they're going to have issues with like, who has the ball, like ego, stuff like that. And then we forget Karras is there too. So um, as like a, a, a secondary score. So, yeah, I think there's definitely a chance, especially if, you know, some of these top teams get hurt. Um, they're probably a year away from like really, really being there. But like this seems for sure legit. It's almost like the East version of the Pelicans in a way. Um, yep. But I think I think they're really good. I think they're really good. Chuck? It would depend on the development of Mobley for me on offense. Like, if he's him and he's just taking this giant leap and he's, like, great on offense all of a sudden, then sure. But well, why, do they need, why do they need him to be good on offense, bro? He literally doesn't have to do anything on offense. They have Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Karis LeVert off the bench. Sure. Like, for Fair me, point. it's more than – I agree, but you said win a title. Yeah, but for me, it's more the defensive development for him. Like, honestly, I don't think they really need him. Great. I mean, that's going to come, though, right? Because, like, it'll be easier for him to develop faster. So you think the best that. version of this Cavs team is going to Mobley offensively, like, consistently? No, I think the best version is going to need him to be good on offense, though. Like, in a in a usage high-usage role or is, like, a spot-up attack? Doing some stuff off the dribble, being, like, a third guy, yeah. I think he's going to have to be pretty good. Okay. I think he can get there. I don't know if it's this year. Like, there would have to be some injuries to other teams. But you had him, what, four or five in the East? Yeah, I had him five, yeah. Yeah, I think it's more of the three-point shooting development for me than the offense as a whole. Um, I honestly think he could have – I don't think he'll develop that this way as a player at this point just because there's so many guys now and they just traded for Donovan Mitchell on offense. But I really think he could have been a guy that could attack from the perimeter, and I know we're running out of time, but – um, I just think it's a three three point scoring because he's gonna find himself a ton on the perimeter, um, getting open looks uh, with his guys helping underneath. So he's got to improve from twenty five percent. If he gets that to like 33 percent, they're gonna be really really scary. And I think that's for sure coming. Honestly, yeah, I, I think thirty to thirty five is well within the range of outcomes. All right, take a quick break and we'll be back. Okay, um, so before we get to the awards and flag plants, let's uh, let's just say who we got winning the title. Um, Bucks Warriors. I'll go. But honestly, I think I think it's the Bucks here. I would love if we pull it off. I'd love if we're even back there, but uh, I got Bucks winning it all this year. Bucks. Yeah, I got 76ers Nuggets, and I got 76ers winning the title. That would be such a fire uh, NBA Finals. Dude, it'd be so fun with the two big men because I. And we'll get to my awards, but I have, I'm going to have Embiid winning MVP. I think you have Embiid, the storyline behind that of him winning MVP yeah. this year, the last two MVPs going to do all Embiid, like electric finals. Yeah. Do we think, is Giannis your best player in the world right now? Yes. Chuck? 100%. 
I don't know. How's LeBron feeling? Stop, dude. You have to stop. Bro, I don't know. I like, low-key? No, I get what Chuck's saying. Like, that you, you haven't seen the Lakers. One game to win it all, and yeah. LeBron has a good team. I don't know, man. So, but who you got, though? Oh, I don't have to answer this. <laughs> No, no, I'm, not Giannis or Braun. Like, I'm not going to make you do that. I'm just saying. Oh, like the Bucks or the finals. Wise. Yeah, I got the Bucks. Over Warriors? Over the Warriors, Over. yeah. I'll take that. Um, all right, before we go to the awards, we, I mean, I can't believe I forgot about it. Like, how do we feel about the Lakers? What, like, in your mind, what is the most likely outcome of this season for the Lakers with, with Braun and AD? You go first. Just, just hovering around 500, honestly. Is I wow, you hate Russ. That has to be all Russ, bro. It, it's not all Russ. I mean, a big part of it is Russ, and I think it's going to be a huge distraction to start of the season. It's going to piss off everyone in the organization. Lakers fans are going to be pissed. That doesn't affect them winning basketball games, but I do think Russell Westbrook needing to get minutes does affect us winning basketball games. Then if he sits, it becomes a whole – he's going to have to get traded. I think Darwin Ham can oh, handle it. He's not even the whole problem, though. Like, here, here, here's the issue. This is my main issue, and this is where I was going. Anthony Davis, bad. Anthony Davis gets hurt all the time. And I always say if they get healthy, he gets hurt every year. He's going to miss 20 games at least, right? What do you have behind him? You have nothing. Their, their, their roster is, is, Jones, so, is so bad. And if anyone gets hurt, they're, they're just completely screwed. And you know they're going to get hurt at some point. So I think they're going to be good when they're healthy, but they're going to get hurt and they're going to have a, a streak during the season, like a 20-game streak where they go like, you know, 5-15 and 15 and everyone thinks it's the end of the world. And I think they hover around 500. Um, Damn. I mean, That's a pretty how, pessimistic view of them, bro. I mean, dude, how do, how do they finish above some of these teams? Like, how do they finish above to, Golden State, the me, Clippers, the no, Nuggets? Like, even I don't think the they're finishing guys. above them. But to me, it's like, and it's weird because we haven't really seen a team constructed like this. Like, this team is literally too arguable. I think Braun for sure, AD, if he's really locked in, two argu- arguable top 10 players, and then just terrible roster outside of that. Like, no shooting, no real defenders, no nothing you really look for in a good roster, but they have the two top 10 players and two guys who know how to get it done. So it's just super hard for me to personally evaluate. If they stay healthy, if LeBron and James and Anthony Davis are healthy in the playoffs, I'm not going to count anything out, but they're going to have to overcome a pretty dog shit roster around them. So for, for me, seven, but they're one of those teams that like, if they're the seventh seed and they're facing like a Grizzlies or a Pelican or even a six seed, and they're facing like any team other than the Warriors, Clippers and Nuggets, maybe Suns, if they figure it out, I like them. So it's a team that I think playoffs wise has a higher ceiling. But yeah, I think regular season they're they're hovering anywhere from six to honestly ten, depending. Did you on have them as a title contender? Uh, yeah. It depends on the term how how vague we're getting. Yeah, though they could win a title. Things would have to go really well, like really well, like like Kyrie wants out of Brooklyn and you get Kyrie well, but um yeah, that so that was are, one of my questions, bro. Like, go ahead. What do you think, like, what move makes them a title contender? Because, like, Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, like, 
Buddy Heald fucking sucks. Like, he just shoots a lot of threes, bro. He's not a good player. Like, I don't Miles think... Turner's, I like Miles Turner. Turner's bro. a solid rotation player, bro, but we're not a solid rotation player away from a championship. That's why I don't, like... I don't see the move that makes him, like, a title contender. Like, I think honestly, Kyrie... I'd rather have, like, Eric Gordon and, like, KJ Martin than that package. Okay, I'm at that, that you missed me. Okay, with you're that. taking it too far there, bro. Yeah. Bro, I don't think Buddy's good at all. Like, yeah, he'll get him up there, but like but I'm I, I think part you, of it is like the, the roster. Like, but who's your best three point shooter? Nobody. Exactly. LeBron. I think I think Patrick Beverly probably. So we just want he Buddy Heal. Like, bro, that is so sorry. Giving I mean, up an unprotected person. Walker LeBron and, and AD Reed. aren't gonna be there. But you Bobby want KJ Martin instead, so he can shoot threes. No, Eric Gordon. I think Eric Gordon's a better player than he is, to be honest with you. Here's I'm not going to fight brother. you on that, but Miles Turner is going to help a lot more than KJ. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, Maybe, and here's, but for two unprotected but, first. Here's the bottom line. The, the Lakers aren't going to get that package, I don't think. And second of all, even if they do get that package, I, I don't think that they can win an NBA title. I, I, I think um, the problem is, too, like, if we're looking at trades, what, what do they have to give? Russell Westbrook, that's a that's no, that is nothing to give. To give. Though. That is nothing. Exactly. Two that's unprotected first. That's a lot. Dude, if they were willing to do that, that is just blatantly stupid. What? Because those first are what four or five years from now? <laughs> I know they're very valuable. That's what like, I'm saying. It's 2027, I believe. <laughs> they're just like, floating those. Like that is objectively dumb, bro. Like just unprotected first. That but what? But dude, what, Palinka, is gone. what? What has Palinka done in the past couple of years that makes you think he wouldn't do that? I, I honestly think he'd do it. I think he's that. I don't want to call him stupid. He's not stupid, but I think he's that incompetent enough to to actually trade away those picks. Yeah, I I mean, if that can net you, see, if the best you can net from those picks is Turner and Heal, I don't think you do it. Yeah, because they're not very good. But my question is: Is there anything else out there that's better? There's no real like stars. I feel like all the stars like, that I'll are give available. you one pick for EG and like some other playable guy. Yeah. For second, top 15. I, honestly, you guys should go get Jay. Like, I don't know what the no, price 100%. is. 100%. He can't you know, like, shoot. He can, though. Like, no, I, I've seen way too many one for nine games. He can't shoot. I mean, those happen. The shooters got to keep shooting. No, bro. He, he's no. I think Let's Jay, see what I he shot from last year, dude. I bet you he shot at least 35%. He shot 34.8%. Bro, but he's, he has no gravity. He's the guy you're like, yeah, fuck it. Let him shoot. Who? I mean, no. I, I think he has more gravity than some of the guys you guys have. And Russell Westbrook, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, but Jay Crowder, man. He's I'd rather play for everything. I think he's helping. I actually think Juan's I think gonna, the only trade that honestly could help team. us that maybe makes sense is if something happens in Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving wants out and we can trade Russell Westbrook in a couple in a first or something for him. That's like the only trade where I think I see it as, as worth it. Outside of that, there's no one in the market that's available that could really help us. Yeah. Outside of Miles Turner, and I don't think two firsts is worth it. Yeah. The thing about Turner is he gets hurt too. He's like AD. Yeah. Like it's bad. Yeah. Why do you get, think he's I, on the Pacers for so long, bro? The Pacers can't get anything of value for him. Do you do you guys think that the do you guys think that the Wizards would take two unprotected first and Russell Westbrook for Bradley Beal? No. If their season is going to shit, you think they can no. find a better package? Yes. 
I think they can find a better package and they just don't seem like the type to like fully blow it up. Like that. I think Beal's going to ask out eventually though. And the thing that's fucked up is he gets to pick where he goes. So the Wizards yeah, him, get yeah. fucked. His trade clause is really messed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Wizards are uh, to me the Wizards are so stupid with with the way they've set themselves up. But uh I think we're all on the same page. I think there's a path to the Lakers being in the mix just because of Brown and AD, but I also think it, this is it. 80s coming for revenge this year. Like I'm scared for it to play Drew this. I, I think AD's going to be a monster this year. I think he's going to have a huge year. My this is one more team I want to talk about because we didn't talk about him, and I honestly think it's like a a weird weird position to be in. Is is the Hornets like that team is tank. so bad, but tank. at the same time, like. They're 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 gonna tank, bro. I just can't see any other way. Which again, why I love love. But how do you tank as as, as that team? Like, I, I mean, dude, they want they, they were what barely five hundred last year. They lose Miles Bridges, Lamelo's hurt. Easily gonna be a guy that you can uh, he, you know, something's not right. Like, I just don't think they have the structure and the foundation. New brand new head coach, even though he's been their coach before. Like, like I just don't think there's enough there, especially. We talk about how good the rest of the league got. Like, this Hornets team, I mean, if I'm looking at it, th- this Hornets team may may have the biggest jump, like, from how good they were to last year to how bad they are. They, like, they didn't improve at all. They lost their second-best player. Their first-best player is going to be out for a while to start the year. That kind of just sets the tone of, like, all Dude, right. they could finish last in the East. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, no, scary Terry to the Lakers, bro. They legitimate, legitimately could. Yeah, scary would actually be nice. But, I mean, you guys, you guys need defense and shooting. And Terry gives you the shooting. So I, yeah, bro, I, I'm all out on, on the Hornets. That's wild, dude. That franchise is so screwed. Honestly, like they're similar to the Wizards for me. Where like I, I get that they have more pieces than them, but like, dude, they're always just gonna be like a ten seed with with, with these pieces that they have. Over Unless and you over, get Victor, ten to eight. Ten to eight. They're not gonna I think they're gonna be terrible this season, and they're in a better spot than the Wizards because they're gonna try to win. Like Clifford's gonna try his ass off, but they're just not gonna get it, bro. Like they're gonna be a top. Clifford top is a grinder, eight, bro. Top seven, top six, like Lotto ping pong ball guy. Yeah. I'm with you. And, and I think you're going to see it like teams that whether it comes down to like injuries or just bad luck teams that start off bad are just going to call the dogs off like 45% of the way through the season. Cause they know there's zero point and it's honestly smart. Um, but like the Spurs Hornets uh, a lot of these teams, Pacers, even though the Pacers are probably bad from the start. I, I even think the wizards bro, like, <laughs> There's there's nothing really there. There's nothing really there. It's the same thing. Monty Morris and Will Barton aren't changing anything. So you get off to a bad start. Yeah, I think I think a lot of Bro, these the thing is Beal's like a top thirty player though. Like, and they have hella rotation players. Like, they're gonna be a top twelve seed. I I mean I hope for Denny's sake you're right, bro. But like that's not really saying anything. Yeah, I want I want to see Denny succeed. But and we saw it last year too. The Wizards saying they they're going to be a top twelve seed. Dude, they should have tanked last teams. year and they didn't. Yeah, I yeah. think we'll see. I'm just yeah. All right, let's get to the awards. Um, MVP Sarge. Uh, I know you said you're going Joel. 
Right. I think it's big Jojo's year to finally win it. I mm. think they finished first in the, in the East. Um, obviously it's health with him, but I think if he stays healthy, I think he has a, a really, really good opportunity um, to win MVP. Yeah. Chucky. I'm going to go Luca. The main thing is that these awards are just like guesses and narrative. And I'm kind of annoyed with them be just bitching all the time about it. So like, I want Luca to win it. Yeah. I honestly, I think those are the top two for me. I think the thing that uh, makes me a little bit concerned about Luca is just like team. They're seeding. Yeah. I don't know how high they'll finish. Like, Best case, they finish three, four. Maybe if he goes nuts, I I think it's Luca just because I think he's that good. I think he'll be the quote best player in the league this year in the regular season. Uh, but I think the Sixers will definitely finish higher. So, and then you have Joel bitching over the past two years, and honestly, you know they were MVP level season. So if Joel has a similar season, and the Sixers are one or two, I could see it. But yeah, I think Luca will be like. That guy who deserves it for me. Any dark horses for you guys for MVP? Like anyone that Steph. might Steph? Yeah, I think low key he could win it. I think the Warriors might be a one or two seed and he's gonna be doing his thing. So like Yeah, I like that. I like that. I think uh dark horses. I feel Dude, like no one, one dark horse one to win it anymore though. One dark horse for me is John Morant. Yeah. And and that might be a little odd, but if they can finish as like a three, four seed and he puts up like the type of numbers, but to a, a little bit bigger extent um, this year, because his numbers were pretty wild last year, 27, six and six. If he can get that to like, you know, 37 and eight or something and have like a Russell Westbrook type season, but on better efficiency, uh, I, I think he is a slight dark, dark horse for me. I like that. I could definitely see that. And he's got that, that fun factor. Um, all right. Two dark horses. If I had to go two dark horses, I'll go, extremely extremely big dark horse james harden um on my book i'm like seeing 500 to 1 odds um or that might be 50 to 1 but there's a scenario in which i could see like all right the sixers get off to a crazy hot start game gets 45 hurt. yeah and b gets hurt harden continues that on obviously even in the previous 45 he was balling out because he's skinny um and he keeps them on that track they finish one or two um i could see that and then other dark horse, I would say it's hard because I don't, you know, Kawhi probably doesn't, they, they rest him and, and all that good stuff. But if uh, Kawhi has like a healthy season and the Clippers are one or two or three, um, I could see, I could see Kawhi. That would probably be my other dark horse. I think Zion has a better chance than Kawhi, to be honest with you. No, I like that Zion call too, honestly. But it's a, it's like the same thing with health. Um, but yeah, Zion or Bi the boy. Yeah, imagine that, bro. I there's a world in which that could happen. Maybe not this year, but probably. Yeah, we're probably a couple years away from that. But yeah. Um. Oh, and, and honestly, one more less of a dark horse, but KD. I mean that this is a guy who like. I feel like he could play 45 minutes a night. Like Nash, just it's the last year. Nash will run him into the ground. If he's just – and honestly, he's unbelievable. I still have him as a top three player in the league. Um, if he just carries that Nets team to a 3-4 seed and is healthy all year, I could also – I could see him averaging 30 a game. Um, so, KD would be another guy I'd look at. Um, all right, any other thoughts before we move to – we could do defensive player of the year? LeBron could win MVP. He could. 
possible. That would be so sick. Four? Never enough. I don't know. Does he have four? He has three. Let me look. He has four. Four. Yeah, I could see it. Just got to stay healthy. Um, all right. Sarge, Ben Simmons, I actually love that call. Yeah, I have two. So Ben Simmons is my, is my first. Um, and just to give for some of the betters out there, I know this is not a betting podcast. Ben Simmons has a plus 3,000, which I really like. One I love is DeJounte Murray at plus 10,000. I think Man, that's crazy. That's odds. 100 to win 10,000 bucks is a pretty crazy bet. Um, and I, I think DeJounte Murray has a shot at it. Is, is, are the odds going to be great? Probably not, because most of the time it goes to big men um, or wing defenders. Uh, and I think DeJounte Murray is going to take a lot of guard uh, responsibility this year on defense, but um, the steals are always there for him. Um, and I, I just I love the way he defends. But if I had to put my money on someone, I, I like Ben Simmons' odds this year. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Bro, I have plus 2,000 on my book, and I'm still I'm going to hit that. I'm gonna hit that for for who Ben Benny yeah I looked at it I think yesterday so it might have changed and then and I looked at it like just a random book so those, I mean, those odds could in, be off he's been in he's been in defensive player of the year conversations before um I again pro- they probably need to have a good defense for him to be that and I don't know but they have better defenders than they've had in the past so we'll see uh who you got Chuck uh, I put Gobert, but I don't really think too much about the awards. I like the DeJounte, like, call out, though. It's, it's low-key kind of smart. It's so hard for a guard to win it, though, but yeah, could I, happen. I, I could I could definitely Marcus see. Smart almost took it, dude. Like, No, he did he win it. Yeah, he won did it he last win it? year. Yeah, he yeah won it. look at that. I wouldn't say he deserved it, but he, he won it. They gave it, it to him. They yeah. gave and it. you can't tell me DeJounte Murray can do exactly what Marcus Smart was. No, like, it can. might be – he 100% can. He can. Um, I, I like both those calls, both very sharp calls. I would say if I'm given a dark horse, uh, one, I know I know Bam's gunning for it. He's talked about how much he wants it. I could definitely see him getting it, especially when you got guys campaigning for themselves in that uh, and making sure the media is paying attention. Uh, but dark horse, I go Jared Allen. Um, that Cavs D was really good last year, and they had so many so many injuries. They're going to be more in, a, in a larger spotlight. I think he's an absolute anchor. People shot, uh, player shot 12% worse at the rim with him at, at the rim. And, and so if they have a really good defense, if they're winning a lot of high profile games, they're a four or five seed with a really good defense. Uh, I think he's worth a shot. That's that's probably who I'd go with if I'm if if I'm talking a dark horse. I think most likely uh probably honestly, probably bam. I think the people are kind of sick of Rudy. And I'm honestly not sure how that works with Cat there. Bam has the highest odds outside of Rudy, from what I see. Yeah, I think for me it's, yeah, I get honestly I like AD and Bam to be honest with you the yeah. most. I, I if Robert was healthy, bro, I, I'd like Robert. I think he should have been honestly was better than Smart last year, but yeah, they don't do it on impact though. He doesn't play enough minutes. You know what I mean? Like his impact when he's on the floor is just tremendous, but. It's so hard to win it with the, with the minutes he's got. I, I know last year he played more minutes, but I think a dark horse for me is AD, um, a guy that's always in the conversation but kind of slept on this year, was injured last year. But when he's healthy, I mean, dude, yeah. on the defensive end, man, like he is just an absolute monster. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, let's go to rookie of the year. Um, I'll lead it off. I, I think 
I think it's Paolo's to lose. I know that's not like a hot hot take, um, but I don't think there's anyone that has has the combination of as NBA ready with a role right there. Like like he steps into like the highest usage offensive role. Maybe Franz, but I, I would guess by the end of the year, Paolo has you know the highest usage role on this team. And then another, I think these are one and two. Um, but Keegan, I, I love Keegan. He's literally balled out at every step, like balled out of college, balled out of the combine, balled out in summer league, balled out in the preseason. Um, I think Mike Brown's just like doing that thing that coaches do sometimes to young players. He'll be starting by game 25, 30, maybe if not earlier. Um, and I think the Kings will be more fun this year. So those are, those would be my main two. What about, what about you guys? I'll try and think of a, a long shot while you guys go though. I had Paolo. Paolo's like my tier one. And then I think there's a tier two of like Keegan and low key Jalen Williams is not fucking missing, apparently. Yeah, he's been. So, I mean, it's such if, if Kyle goes down and if Giddy right. goes down and they tank, bro, yeah. I don't know. No, Jalen's looked really good. Jalen's really like, good. Like low key, I've watched Paolo and I'm like, like he hasn't looked like him, him, but like he'll still be pretty good. But I could easily see someone else winning it. And before he blew up, did Jalen Jalen Williams odds were plus thirty three hundred? Um, Paulo, for example, is plus one fifty. Second is Keegan Murray at plus five fifty. I, I put Paulo too, just because I think when you talk about a guy who's NBA ready, uh, I think he was probably the most NBA ready um, out of those first couple top draft picks. Um, so I like I like Paolo a lot. Obviously, like you guys said, um, Benedict should be up there the way he played. Yeah, Benny's Benny's the sleeper for me. He, he's he's been very good. Um, and then I think a, a dark horse for me here is going to be Johnny Davis. I he's been a lot better than I honestly thought, and I think there's going to be a shit ton of opportunity. Is that Johnny Davis. Yeah, I think there's going to be a shit ton of opportunity. Uh, Chuck, you want to tell him? Dude, he's shooting like two percent. He's been terrible. <laughs> I know, but I think the opportunity is going to be there for him. I can't get a lot behind. Dog. I can't get. I don't him. like and him. I just think there's going to be opportunity. Dude, have you watched him? I think Jaden Springer's better. <laughs> dude, he's dude. shooting two percent. Dude, Johnny's look terrible, but I get what Sarge is saying. There's there's opportunity there, but I, I think it's going to be very very hard for him to win rookie. Well, like, and, and if you look up and down, like, there's just not going to be opportunity with guys like Shane Sharp. I don't think Jaden Ivey's going to have the opportunity to do it. I don't think Jabari Smith Jr. is going to have... I, I just Dude, think Jabari's going to play and, like, he's going to put up some numbers, bro. Yeah, but you have your favorite player, KCP, there, and he's going to take way more... Sh- I mean, KPJ. Uh, KPJ. And then you're going to have Jalen Green gonna, taking a bunch of shots. I was going to hype like, KPJ up in the later. Yeah, I like okay. him a little bit this year. KPJ has gotten better, bro. As a basketball player, he's gotten better. Yeah, he has. Okay, I just just want to make sure you said that. Bro, Johnny Davis, sorry, bro. You said a lot of smart (laughs) shit before that. Probably a bad bad call. My bad. That is the one thing I've disagreed with you this whole night is Johnny Davis. Um, I don't know what happened to him, too, because I like – I don't know about you, Chuck. I kind of liked him coming out of college. But I he, didn't, bro. He's you guys slow. Also, he's not athletic. He can't dribble. I didn't like him at all. You can't no, also put all the emphasis on preseason play. Like, I, no, dude. But like he, like we talk about Keegan, right? The eye test bro, with Johnny is so. Johnny bad. has literally been the opposite of Keegan. Like he's. And let me be honest, incredible. I haven't watched a whole lot of him. I saw a couple highlights where he looked decent. I didn't know how bad he was shooting, but I just think there's a good chance that 
you know, Beal could get yeah. shut down and they try to tank and he just gets to take Do you think Jalen Williams shot. could win it? I don't think Jalen Williams. I think Jalen's my favorite. He's going to win it, but the odds are great. Yeah. Plus dude, he's been impressive. And, like, if the Thunder tank and let him he's go. going to play. I think he's playing regardless, dude. Like, I don't even know what that starting lineup is. What's it? It's I think Shea he's going to play, like, 20, 22 minutes to start, but probably as the season go, goes along, he'll probably play yeah. more. All right, we we let's get to the next one. This is my the one I'm most excited for. Uh, most improved. Who who wants to start? I, I know you, you guys are gonna have the same, Caleb. I, I think you and I are gonna have the same. Well, I bet on one, but I you know I got to talk about. It. I got two. I got two. Okay. Mine is Michael Porter Jr. I I think he has the unbelievable opportunity to win most most improved, just because I think he had such a bad year last year. Um, and people are going to forget how good he was two years ago because of last year he was banged up. Um, the back injury was obviously bothering him, and he just played horrible when he was out there. So I think if he comes out there and, and has a really good year, I think – and they finish as a one seed, I think he has a really good opportunity to win um, most improved. I, I, I'm i cool with that. I, I think MPJ is really, really good. I just – I guess I forget because we know he's good though. Like, he how is it? No, yeah, know, but dude, but he, he was play. so I think it's from the bad year last year. Yeah, dude, but how does that count to win it? I'm so confused. Like, we know he's an all-star level player. Like, so dude, if he, he plays like that, 20, he wins the he only Dude, the media games, though, you, you can't underestimate how dumb the media is. Like, I don't yeah. know how the same thing with Jaw last year. Yeah, but Jaw got better, like legitimately. You don't think MJ can get better? I think if, if he and plays here's the thing with MPJ injury, like, he only averaged 19 points. Like I could see MPJ going out there and averaging, you know, 24 ish points a game. 23 well, Nuggets are winning the title. Really, if MPJ. Yeah, that's he really plays crazy, well. bro. Okay, give it to him if he does that. But yeah. like, if it's just pre-injury MPJ, like, and you give it to him, I don't see how that's fair, or I don't really agree with it. How many shots do you think he'll take a game? Because he took 13 and averaged 19 a game uh, in 2020. I know he was hyper efficient, but. I think I mean, he gets more opportunity. I could this see year. it, bro. If you think he's going to get even better than what he was pre-injury, like yeah. that's not. No, so I, I don't no, think like, he's right. going to have like a crazy year compared to that year. But I think when you look at the media and you look at the storyline behind him as a player and not playing at all last year and having injury problem, oh, is he going to come back to the NBA? The back issue. This is his third surgery. I just think the storyline behind that, if they do really well, will hype him up. Yeah. All right. Respect. I can see that. I mean, no, I like MPJ. I, I can, and I, I honestly think that's how the media operates. Like, you, you're bad for one year, they forget about you. They don't actually watch, like, they don't actually watch basketball like we do. They just see stats, they see storylines, and when shit like that happens, they're all, oh, he actually really improved. So I, I could see it. Um, Chuck, go ahead. I mean, I'm doing this based on like people who have played last year. I'm, I got RJ as my one A, and then OG is my one B. I like both those. Yeah, RJ was like he was he had COVID last year. The whole team sucked. He was real bad at some points of the season. And I think RJ Hampton improved. Huh? RJ Hampton? No, 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 no. The RJ Barrett. Thank you oh, very much. Okay. Yeah, Rowan. I think if he go I think he has a better shot to get to 23 points a game just because there's more shots available, especially if Randall takes a back seat. He easily improves his efficiency, improves his counting stats. Plays it's in just New a York. better situation. It's just Playoff a better team, situation. yeah. And then OG, I mean, they're saying they're going to give him more usage. If he gets more usage, I mean, 
He's a fucking beast, bro. I really like him a lot. We're all big OG good. guys. Yeah. OG is so big. I love yeah, OG. Yeah, I, I actually get love that OG call because it it's just the past couple – you know he's nice. It's just the past couple years, something always comes up. He gets hurt or this yeah, or they that. they turn him loose and they, like, let Pascal or Fred, like, fucking sit and chill for a couple games. Yeah, you I know, could definitely like see that. that shit. Um, I love both those. I think – it, my my main one is it kind of goes along with Sarge's um, in Zion, just because I, I know we already know how good he is, but like the storyline is right there, right? Like I think Zion's gonna have a mo- monster year. He technically didn't play last year. If the voters already are like, no, you you were already too good, whatever, fair. But like I think the Pelicans are gonna be really good, and I think Zion's gonna be a huge part of it. Um, I got him at plus two thousand, so I, I love that. And then, bro, I. Markel Fultz, bro. Like, I don't even have odds on him, but like, this is a guy who I know last year when he did play, it was against, you know, backup guys. It was at the end of the season, but he was absolutely like a really good basketball player for them at the end of last year. Uh, he just seems locked in. The GMs, the coach, they know he is the point guard when he's healthy. Um, and this is a guy who I know he can't shoot it the way he did at UW anymore, but. It's a guy who went number one overall just a couple years ago. Like, the talent is is absolutely there. I think he's a great passer. I think he's an elite, elite passer. Um, and I think he can score in, like, DeMar DeRozan-type ways uh, inside the three-point line. So, I think something like – I wouldn't be surprised if he averaged something like 16 with 10 assists with a couple boards. Um, and if the Magic are really good – or not really good, but if the Magic take a jump – I could see it, but it is it's a long shot for sure. But Markel and Zion are my guys. See again, like Zion, I've already seen him be an all NBA player. I know you're gonna say the same thing you've already said. So no, I get I honestly I get what you're saying, but I don't think the media thinks like that. I like Markel a lot too. I mean, you know that, but like I don't know if the magic are gonna be that good. Okay. Sarge, anything about Kel? No, but I have a dark horse for you. Uh how all right, let's hear it. You might hate this one, but Ayo Desumu. Damn, I don't. We don't. We don't know when when Lonzo is coming Dude, back. Lonzo if he can't does walk. come back. Lonzo can't And he's walk. gonna be the starting point guard. He's probably gonna play big, big minutes. And coming off last year, where he's actually pretty efficient, thirty-eight percent from three, and I think around fifty percent from the floor, should get more opportunity this year. Um, wouldn't be surprised if you saw Demar or or. Um, Zach Levine injury as well. And I don't like Chicago at all this year. Um, so if they do end up, you know, finding some injuries, I think he can really improve upon his stats from last year. And he's a guy that fills up the box where we, we were all over him in DFS last year. Like he can get a ton of rebounds, assists, shoots the ball well. With the opportunity that he's now getting at plus 10,000 odds, like, dude, I, I think that's a, a really interesting bet to be made. Yeah, I think he's going to improve a lot. I just feel like the number like last year when I bet it, I had the second and third guys in Jordan Poole and Garland, and you don't get anything for that. I just think it's gonna be tough for him to, of course, jump over some guys. That's why he is a dark horse, it's gonna yeah. be very, very hard <laughs> for sure. Uh, another guy I have uh, is JB. Um, I know we already know he's good, that's the thing. Like, I just think it sometimes it takes time for the media to catch up, and that to them, it's just like he was a nice guard off the bench for the Mavs, or maybe not even off the bench, but you know. Um, and in New York, with the money they paid him, like, I think he probably, well, if you guys had to guess, uh, for both of you, 
what would you rank in terms of the amount of shots taken, uh, the pecking order for the Knicks? Randall, J- Julius, uh, Julius Randall, Jalen Brunson, RJ, who takes the most shots, one to three? That's my order right there. I don't even remember. Uh, Randall Julius, Brunson. Julius Brunson and then RJ third. I think That's it's probably crazy, bro. I just I, do I think it's that way? Hell season? no. I think well, what is it? What is it? Team, I think it's gonna be RJ, Randall, and then Brunson. Damn. So RJ's RJ, taking, RJ's taking shots. more shots in the preseason. He's looked good. I mean, I think Brunson's the point guard. I think he's the third guy. I I, I don't think his stats are gonna be that crazy this year. Okay. So last year, last year Julius took seventeen and a half shots a game, and RJ took seventeen shots a game. So they're pretty yeah. even. Last I honestly year. didn't realize RJ took that many shots last year. And it's gonna change, bro. Randall has been like chilling this preseason. I don't know if he's just like tired or it's uh-huh. preseason, but I, yeah, I hope they told him like, "Yo, chill, dude." Yeah, I think I, I, I think off the dome, I, I was gonna say. Uh... Uh, Brunson, Randall, RJ. But now that I have the facts in front of me, that's probably not how it's gonna go down. I just I thought JB was gonna be freed with the amount of money they paid him. But uh, you're right, he is a point guard. He's a point guard. Um, all right. I think that's. Uh, I mean, we could do head coach, but like, to me, that's really just like, which team do you think is gonna make the biggest jump? You want to do a couple first time All Stars before you get out of yeah. here? First time All-Stars before we get out of here. If you guys have, like, a crazy flag plant, you can go ahead. But I feel like as we've talked about them, they've all kind of naturally come up. But if you have something, mm-hmm. by all means. But let's go first time All-Stars. Uh, Chuck, you have anyone or you need some time? Um, I, I know I sprung it on you, bro. I'm going to go OG again, I think. Yeah. No, I'm scared of volume with OG just because there's so many guys there. Um, but yeah. I, I'm I think like the other guys have a good chance to take a step back, though, to be honest with you. And I think the Raptors are still going to be a playoff team, so they get one or two. I'm not sure really how it works. Yeah, it's going to be hard for it not to be Pascal or, or FEV like it was last year. But I'm so high on OG. Like, I, I would love him to make an all-star team. Um, I think the obvious one, dude, is, is going to be Anthony Edwards. I think this is probably his time to, to make an all-star uh, team for the first time this year. Yeah. I uh I got an obvious one, and a uh, actually I don't know, the obvious one for me is Shea. Um, I know they're not going to be good, and I know that's a ah, uh, I think they actually could be decent, but I know they're not going to be like an elite team. Um, but we've seen teams that are like meh, but have a guy like really just do everything for them, make it like Dejounte last year. I think it could be a similar type thing where Shea, if he stays healthy, puts up crazy numbers, and the Thunder just aren't like terribly terribly bad. Um, but the main one for me is De'Aaron. You guys know I love De'Aaron. Um, and he, he was a monster once Tyrese Halliburton left. He was kind of like – I talked about it before. I felt like when Halliburton was there, he was like pouting without actually pouting. But like the way – he just looked kind of disinterested where it was like, all right, if you're going to give the guy a guy the ball that, this bro. much, I'm just going to chill. What were you saying, bro? I don't know. I don't think he has a good mentality. He saw someone else handling the ball, and he was like, "No, I, I, I can't lie. Like, that's not like super encouraging. I'll give you that. But uh, at the end of the day, like the situation is different, and they've clearly built a team around him. And outside of men- like mentality, like I just think he's really, he's the fastest guard in the league, in my opinion. Unless I'm missing someone, I think the 
he yeah he just gets downhill so easily and makes right plays and he's not like a Russ type of finisher right like I feel like Russ just in his prime he was a good finisher but he was a good finisher just because he leaped over people and just laid it up but I think De'Aaron actually has body control and finesse and an ability to finish uh in different ways that don't just require crazy athleticism um so I think similar to SGA if if the Kings are like oh you know we're applauding you for being slightly below 500 and he's going crazy uh i think he makes an all-star team or is one of the i mean what if they only get one and it's Sabonis having better numbers though i think the team honestly is built around darren if Sabonis has better numbers because he quote averages 13 rebounds like i mean the thing about fox though bro and not just with halliburton is every year he's had these stretches where he's amazing and then he's not amazing but he's he's like 25 but he's 25 like i don't i don't think i i think that that's kind of low-key normal for a young player i know you're saying he's been in the league for a decent amount and he has but like i don't think that's something where you can say all right he's been inconsistent so far so like the rest of his career we're just locking in that inconsistency and maybe it maybe it's true but like and i i feel like a lot of that comes with the jumper but to me, and you know, I'm following on on every. He just seems locked in, ready to go. They brought his best friend in, drafted Keegan, got Kevin Herter. Like, I think he's ready. Aaron to looked go. really good against the Lakers in the preseason game. I don't know if you Herter's watched any huge. of that game. Herter's huge for them. Like, he's he's actually really good. Like, he's a starting two in my eyes. He's a starting two in this league. Um, do you guys have any flag pants? Anything you want to talk about before uh, we go? I have a flag plant. This is where the this is where the spicy shit comes to. All right, let, let, I'm gonna invite. You. We're gonna take a quick break. All right, no, I'm I'm honestly good to go with Fox, unless Chuck or, or you have more. I know if you want to let him know. Nah, I mean I like him, but I just don't think he's gonna be an All Star or the Kings are gonna be very good. I thought you would have the Kings higher than ten, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I wanted to. Caleb like, loves his Kings every year. I, want, down. I wanted to, but I don't think I can, like, at this point. But it's it's just, like, a fun thing. They're right there. Like, they've sucked for so long. Kevin is literally nonstop since, like, he knows everything about Keegan Murray and Davion Mitchell. Lauren has Kevin Herter and Harrison Barnes. Like, Dave lives in sack. Like, it's just a – it's just the team for us, but who do you think holds more value to that team, uh, Keegan Murray or De'Aaron Fox? Like, who do you think they Fox, value more? They traded Halliburton, Fox, Fox, for, Fox for me, but I mean, we'll see at this point. But I mean, that could change if Keegan is like that dude. But I feel like Keegan's yeah. more of a really smart, high IQ player that you get the most out of. But he's not like a one. But yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't. You know, I don't watch Iowa basketball. We'll see. Um, all right, Chuck, you got some flag plant? You got a flag plant for us? I, I, mine is Markel. Like, we talk about Markel for 30 minutes, but <laughs> I was playing I mean, six flags on Markel. Yeah. Uh, my first flag plant is that, uh, Franz is just like the man and he's going to solidify himself as a top three, top five Dude, guy from that draft class. This is like, perfect. He's just so fucking good, bro. Like, at creating, shooting, passing. Like, I don't see any way that he's not the one on that team. Like, Paolo doesn't look nearly as good as him when I watch. I just think he's a super stud. 
Like he's my guy this year that I think improves the most. Dude, I got him in like the tenth round of my redraft league today. I was so stoked. Um, yeah, I mean for fantasy, I mean I guess the numbers 10th. are gonna come, but like dog, he's just fucking. He's so good. So I actually had a question for you guys that I was going to run through at the end, but I was, my question was at the end of the year um, of these second year guys, who do you think is the consensus? And I guess that's not even the right way because you can disagree with the consensus, but uh, for you three at the end of this year or you two, the end of this year, rank these three guys, second year guys, uh, Franz, Scotty and Jalen. Jalen. What Jalen? Green. Green, bro. Come on. Okay. I was making sure it wasn't Suggs. <laughs> no, we were talking about the okay. okay. I think Suggs will be okay. I think he's going to show some signs, but yeah. Yeah, he's not in that class, though. He's hurt again, bro. He, he hurt his knee. In that Dude, he's going to be ready bro. for opening yeah. night. I would I, he's good? out of nowhere. Okay. I, I, I thought he was good. For me, for me, rating that in terms of, like, value, like – it, it, that's really tough because obviously if you need a ball, like a guy that has the ball in his hands, I think Jalen Green's the guy uh, in, in the long run. But in terms so of who's like – Who's the best? Not, who's the best? I think for me it goes uh, Franz one, Scotty Barnes two, and Jalen Green three. Oh, you're so hot, bro. Dude, Honestly. That's, that's I can't like, believe you put Franz over Scotty, bro. That was the only be my re- dude, The only reason I have it there is because Franz can actually score the ball. I know. That's what I'm saying, bro. Scotty reliability in the playoffs. Come on. As a rook, bro. Just eat. and that's he's not liability. If you put Scotty in the playoffs, he's him. I'm telling you. Or Franz. Yeah, Franz. I yeah, love yeah. Scotty too, but I mean, I just, they're all future like all stars. All NBA all-stars. guys. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly think I'm I'm going. I and I I really do love all three. Like I, I you love, love Jalen Green too. Do I think I, I put Jalen one, bro. I think I go Jalen. Yeah, for me, I think it's Jalen, Scotty, Franz. But it's not because I don't like Franz. And I, I'll just take I, – I like, I think Franz is severely slept on. And I think the consensus is that Scotty's a lot better than Franz. I think it's a toss-up. But I'll slightly take Scotty just because of the defense. And I, I do think he's going to eventually be fine offensively. He's not going to go average 25 a night. But, like, what he brings offensively – um, combined I'm, with everything else, I'll take Scotty slightly over Franz. But Franz is actually – I didn't I didn't think there was a shot in the world he was going to be as good offensively as he is. Like, did you see him in the – I don't even know what the tournament was called in your, in Europe. Like, he was the, the number one guy on offense, and he was just living up to it every single night. Are you, are you not scared at all that Jalen Green just becomes Bradley Beal? I mean, that's pretty no, good. I think he he's a he's gonna be a better passer, to be honest. But with but yeah, I, I think he's gonna be a, honestly, I think he's a better scorer, like a, a higher ceiling as a scorer, too. yeah, as an athlete. And I think he's a better passer. Like I, I think he can create. I, I just really think do. he's gonna and I love Jalen Green. Like this isn't supposed to be a knock on him, but I think we, you have to have the conversation when you talk about these three guys. I just don't know if the efficiency is ever gonna be there. I think he's gonna be an extremely high volume player for his whole career, just kind of like Beal. Um but the efficiency isn't going to be – and he'll get better for sure. But, dude, 42% from the field, 34% from three as a, as a rookie. Really good numbers. Um, but I'm just scared he's going to be a Beal. And, the like, having a guy wrong. like Franz Wagner who's 6'10", can create off the dribble, can defend on the perimeter, um, can create at that height. Like, dude, it's no, just 
He's a stud. Oh, Millard shoots like 44% though, bro. Like it's not that big of a jump to get it to 45, 46. And then you're averaging 30 and it's like, holy shit. Dude, Dude if Paul he... George has got to be better than 44%, right? No, bro. No. He's not Paul very... George takes tough shot. Like, yeah, 40, but Jalen Reed's going to make and take tough shots. No, no, no. I'm with you. I, I'm not concerned about Jalen's efficiency, honestly. I, I think the bar is just, you know, like if you shoot 45% as a high usage guard, like that's good. Yeah. It's like Donovan Mitchell esque. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's so, I, yeah, I think I go Jalen, Scotty, Franz, but it's so damn close. It's just yeah. tough for me, too, because I, I undervalue shooting guards so much. Yeah. That's kind of into my brain, too, because of our league, but I'll still step back and take Jalen. It's here. not even our league. Like, look at the NBA. Look at guys like Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal. Like, shooting guards are just, I don't know. They're just so undervalued in the league. Not undervalued, but like their value is just so much less than a fucking wing. Yeah, that can defend in a six ten and create and can shoot. No, I get you, I get you. Um, but I, I I love that flag plant, and I think it's important because I think most NBA fans don't they don't know about Franz. Honestly, that could be a, a, a most improved guy long shot that I would look at. Like Franz is legitimately really really good, so I like that. Sarge, you got anything? I wish we the Lakers had Franz. Yeah. Uh, did you you guys didn't even have a chance? We sent them an offer, Russell Westbrook, no picks for Franz. <laughs> they, they, they would probably block you. Um, I don't think I had any any actual flagships. Um <laughs> or flags, whatever they're called. Yeah, I get it's late. I get you, bro. Um, but I got dude, I just controversial one. KPJ. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. No, I mean, mine's about the Rockets. I think Sangoon is going to have a disappointing season, honestly, bro. Really? I don't think think he's going to, like, solidify himself as the future center of the Rockets. I just think he's not. I think he will. Why? Why? He's not good on defense, bro. He can't move his feet. He fouls like crazy. He can't. I mean, the shot looks all right at sometimes, but, like, I don't think he's – he, he's an okay pastor, bro. But, but like, that's how Jokic was when in the start of his career, too. Like, but he's Jokic, dog. I, I, I get he's not Jokic, okay? I'm not saying he's Jokic, but he's that kind of player in terms of how he impacts the, the game on offense, like with his passing and just like his touch and his offensive rebounding and just everything about him. Like I get the defense isn't there, but, dude, on offense he is like – and, I, and I I'm really high nice on him. on offense when I watch him. Like, oh my god dude. to me that's a weird take to me i can't lie like and i love it but like i not a great finisher like like dude he's he's just a he's right he has it here bro i've seen so many passes where it's like all right 99 of bigs don't make that pass i think he has great touch i think he has great hands uh obviously the mobility is like a concern but i think that's something if you're mentally nowhere to be you're fine he's long uh, I think he, I absolutely, and I know it's not even a hot take, but I absolutely think at the end of the year, Rockets are like, all right, that's our dude. That's our dude. That's Chuck per, per per thirty six minutes last year, he was seventeen, ten, and five assists with one and a half steals and one and a half blocks. Yeah, I really I mean, do I, think he's a baby yo. I have right here. I said, yeah, he's gonna have some monster like statistical games. I just, you know, impact wise, you're not sold. He's yeah. awful on defense. There's there's no hiding that. He's, I, I he's don't think he's ever gonna like, Yeah. 
I don't think you're going to want to play him like enough minutes for him to put up those per 36 numbers. Honestly, I don't think he, I don't think he's ever going to be that much of a madman on offense to the point where you're like, all right, yeah, you're, you're him. Let's give you a bunch of like touches. And I think he could be honestly, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm Maybe. hoping, I'm hoping that they actually take like chill out a little. Cause last year it was literally, all right, either Jalen or KPJ, you get the ball every single time. I think Jalen or KPJ will have a bigger year than him and improve. And I think, I don't think that's crazy. I think he's going to get some looks. I think he's going to get some looks as a, all right, let's see what you can do if we run the offense through you. And I think he's going to succeed. And I think Jabari Smith helps him a ton on both ends too. Like, uh, Honestly, like on defense, I think he, he helps him a bunch because they have no defenders in on offense as well. Yeah. But I like that. I'm glad that you brought that. I, I but Go ahead. Sorry. I think that's in the range of outcomes, Chuck. Like I, I understand it, but that is hot take, and, and I think it's, it's pretty much the opposite. Yeah. I don't know. There's some people that like Sangoon, and then I feel like there's a good amount that are like, eh, I don't know. He's polarizing, bro. People either hate yeah. him or love him. There's not really an in-between. Yeah, I definitely love him. I love Me him. too. I wish I had him. I thought you were big on him going into the draft, but maybe Dude, that was I remember that day I messaged you. I was like, holy shit, bro. This guy's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've went through the honeymoon phase. I've been in like the, all right, you're kind of nice, bro. But then I was like, nah, get out of <laughs> here. Yeah, see, you're, like, you're taking Wendell long term. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Easy. Especially. No, because I thought about this because Sarge asked me the other day, like, oh, would you trade RJ for Sangoon? Hell no! Nah. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> yeah. I love your I love your dedication, to RJ. Dude, Wendell for most improved too, bro. Yeah, I just feel like he was really good last year, honestly. But no one even know, like literally no one noticed. Like yeah. nobody noticed. Dude, the Magic are sketchy good, man. Like in terms of youth. No, if I if I had to flag plant and Chuck, I know you. You can go ahead after this, but uh, I think the Magic take the biggest jump of all the younger teams. I think they're the closest to the Cavs like John, and I don't they think they sk- will. They got a bunch of, like, players growing talent. Yeah, I, I think that's my that's my team. I think the Thunder Pistons, they could, but, like, if I had to pick, it's it's the Magic for sure. I mean, I love Mark Kill, too. He was another guy that I thought was, like, <clears throat> undervalued that could have a big year. I hope he stays healthy, but – See, Dude, that's, they that's have so many guys. You have Jonathan Isaac comes back even remotely healthy. I'm dude. not even like, thinking about him to be honest. Dude, they like, have Paulo Franz, Jonathan Isaac, Jalen Suggs, Marco Fultz, Cole Anthony, Wendell, like RJ Hampton, Caleb Hughes. Like, they have so much young talent, it's, it's dumb. Mo, that's not even no Mo Bamba, who I'm not really big on, but you know, he's a piece. Um, all right, we got anything else before we dip? We good. Yeah. Let, Chuck, let Chuck check the docs, bro. I, I also yeah. had I you you mentioned Io being like improved. I had him like regressing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, yeah. I feel like he was an older rookie. He shot like way above his head last year. I feel like he's a guy that defenses figure out in the second season. Bro, he's gonna get so much playing time. He's 22 years old, man. That's not always a good thing, bro. I feel like Caruso <laughs> is easily gonna be better. Of course he's going to be. Oh, my. I mean, I never said that. I don't know, man. 
I, I don't have a strong take either way on that. He's gonna have a ton of he's gonna have a big role and he's yeah, smart. That was just a little thing like I disagreed with him, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Do I think he's really that good of a player? Hell no. But I think in terms of when you're looking at people that are most improved, it's all about volume and, and what they did last. I mean, the dude averaged like eight points a game um on not very much volume but when he does play he grabs a ton of rebounds assists and points and if he plays 30 minutes a game and Lonzo misses the whole year yeah I'm not sold on him being their starting point guard as a franchise piece but I think he can just put up a ton of numbers because he's out there for so many minutes like that I get it bro all right I appreciate both of you guys for coming on season starts in two days I couldn't be more excited and uh I'm sure both of you will be back on here in the future uh Love everyone. Love you all. Without further ado, peace. Thank you, Chuck.